Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 120. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. It's joyous that you're here. First, an update, the ACE Conference, Authenticity, Courage, and Empowerment Conference for Women Physicians. Our trio met this week at the conference venue, the La Cantera Resort and Spa. It's in San Antonio. We went to set up schedules, start to align with the speakers and the location. It's absolutely gorgeous. There are so many places outside to sit and be alone, be with others. It doesn't matter. Just be. And that's simply the outdoors. This event is going to be amazing. Are you on the launch list? Be one of the first to find out when registration opens on November 1st. And Dawn, that's Dawn Sears, another founder of the conference. She's got an idea for an amazing early registration bonus. The link to join, you'll find it in the episode description. And by the way, this is an intentionally small conference. Only 125 participants to really create connection, real connection, real belonging, real growth to renew your life and your career. And now on with our show. After grocery shopping one day recently, I walked inside our farmhouse and realized I've led an extraordinary life. Like it dawned on me for the first time. It's not a perfect life. It's not a silver spoon life by any stretch. I've lived a life filled with grit and perseverance, experiencing things that most people never have, never will, which was never the point. The point has always been to expand the depth and breadth of my human experience. It was a realization and awakening to what is already present. It was no longer someday, or I want to, or maybe it could be. That feeling was then, that feeling is now. And the definition of extraordinary is and was so clear and so simple. So today's episode is to provide you a framework to evaluate your life and see yourself in a renewed way or a new way and see your life as extraordinary. Because there's no doubt if we sat down for coffee, there would be many things that we talked about that make you unique, many things to be proud of. Many things that make your life extraordinary. And it would all surprise you because you would hear a new version of your life and your experience, and you'd hear yourself as the hero, you as the one to experience depth and breath and contribution in your human experience. Lots of encouragement to stay with me through the entire episode and apply everything you can to you. You have nothing to lose, so much to gain. And the beauty is both in the experience, that's this journey we're going to take together, as well as the outcome. When you see your life as extraordinary, there is no going back. There's no compromising. There's no staying quiet. There's no maintaining the status quo. And this is a gift you give yourself. Here they are, the ingredients to an extraordinary life which really means, again, seeing your life as extraordinary. Ingredient one, 
being willing to set down the brokenness. Yep, it's a big one, my friends, and a tender one, and we're starting here on purpose. But first, a story. I'm training for a marathon, and I can get up and run two, three, four miles without much thought. These are easy. Five miles, it takes some planning. That last mile, there's more effort. Six miles and above, those are focused, definitely more effort. They need more preparation. And do you know what distance my body provides feedback on the days that I'm less than physically prepared or rested? It's around four miles. So zero to four miles, it doesn't matter a whole bunch what my hydration status is, what my sleep quality was, how sore I am. If I've had recent good nutrition or dietary indiscretion, I can get by. When I want to go farther, when I want to do more, when I'm reaching for something extraordinary like running a marathon, I've got to pay attention to all these things. All the details matter a lot. It's not about getting by. That's not good enough. And it doesn't work. My body shares what isn't working well, where attention is needed. What, if I let it go, is going to lead to an injury or lead to brokenness? An extraordinary life is like a high-performance machine. It must be kept in tune, in alignment, in optimal working order. We can't keep parts of the machine either broken or out of sync. Things that function enough, things that will just get us by. Because when the pressure is put on to perform at a higher level, it's not going to work. It's not going to function. And it's similar to running. Getting by at four miles or less is not going to work when the goal is so much more. And the goal is to do something extraordinary. What does this all have to do with brokenness? A few things. What does this all have to do with brokenness? We'll get back to that. So setting down your brokenness. First, It's looking at how you've labeled yourself or how you view yourself and looking at those areas that you feel broken, the things you've done, the things you haven't done, the things done to you with or without your consent, with or without your knowledge. A self-view of broken isn't compatible with viewing your life as extraordinary because your mind will keep telling you over and over again, if it wasn't for fill in the blank, and that blank is where you feel broken or what you perceive as broken. So if it wasn't for that, then your life could be better or your life could be extraordinary. That's what our mind does. It limits what we can be. Being willing to set down your brokenness means letting go, truly letting go of all the judgment, the self-judgment, all the labels we attach to ourselves. It means letting go of the accumulated shame and guilt for what you are or what you aren't. It also means letting go of other people's opinions. You've noticed humans have opinions and there's no shortage of sharing those opinions. It also means opening up to believing that you are whole. You can heal. You are enough. A high-performance machine and extraordinary life works when all the parts are working their best. So that's the first part, internal brokenness that you perceive or that you are experiencing. 
The second part is looking at the broken relationships. Do you have plenty of these as well? Relationships that maybe survived years or decades, but they haven't grown. They certainly haven't bloomed. Relationships where there's an imbalance of energy and resource input, what you put in, and the return on your investment. And I'm referring to a chronic imbalance, one of which there's no sign that anything's going to change. So what do you do with broken relationships? Stop carrying them. That doesn't mean get rid of the person or the relationship. It means taking yourself out of the role of having to carry the weight of the relationship. Set it down. Allow it to be outside of you and see what happens. All that you are doing is expediting whatever was going to naturally happen. Just speeding things up, either towards renewal of the relationship or towards an ending. Consider these beliefs as you consider setting down those relationships. This is not mine to own. This is not mine to carry. This is not mine to fix alone. This is not mine to worry about anymore. You can go back and reevaluate the relationship as many times as you like. You can add as much or as little energy as you like. You can even add no energy and allow the relationship to become what it naturally would, only faster and you feeling lighter. Relationships grow or end for all kinds of reasons. One-way relationships, which means taking all the responsibility and putting in all the effort for a relationship to keep going, they simply don't work. You've noticed that, right? And they keep you on the hook, putting effort into something that's not changing and effectively weakening you and keeping you wanting. We carry broken with us everywhere we go. It affects our everyday. At times, our broken even speaks for us yells at others for us, trying to protect us from breaking anymore. When we're living a zero to four life, we can get by with it. We can keep moving. We don't have to pay much attention, just like in running. But that's not an extraordinary life. An extraordinary life, going back to the high-performance machine, all the parts are working their best. Brokenness may occur, But the downtime is brief, the support system is present, and the healing is facilitated. My friends, it is time to set down your broken. You don't need to carry it anymore. You don't need to label yourself any longer. It is time for you to set yourself free. Ingredient number two, owning your you. It's the funniest way I can think of to present the concept, owning your you. All that makes you the person you are today, the amazing to the unamazing, the gifts to the lack of talent or coordination, and everything in between. Owning the packaging that you're in, that means your body. Owning your resources, your time, your energy, your money. And by owning, what I really mean is taking responsibility for everything in your life. The care and maintenance of your body because it requires both care and maintenance the personality or skill deficits, and evaluating how they are impacting you and how they are affecting those around you. And then deciding what you're going to do about it. Owning the gifts you have, the skills and talents, and taking responsibility for sharing them. Owning your energy, the energy you bring with you, 
the energy you share with others, the energy you walk away with. Here's what's normal. You see it every day, blaming others. Blaming others because they don't have energy. They're not supportive. They don't care. And then giving excuses on why you can't be more and why it's not your fault. That's normal. We don't want to be normal though, right? Owning your you means that no matter what happens around you or to you, you're going to stand back up and take control of your life. You're going to choose if, how, or when you respond. You're always going to see that quitting is not an option for you. Abdicating responsibility is not an option and being someone you aren't, that's also not an option. You don't need to have all the answers. You don't need to know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen because you can't. The only certainty you need is you. And episode 118 is a great refresher on the concept. Owning your you is being in control of your life, and that is extraordinary. So far, our two ingredients, number one, setting down your brokenness and setting down broken relationships that you're in. Ingredient two, owning your you, taking true control of your life. Here's number three. It may surprise you. You ready? Honoring how many times you've been forgiven. Smile. Many humans like to keep score on how often forgiveness is granted, but do you track how many times you've been forgiven? Or how many times your failures, your attitude, your doing the minimum has been overlooked? My guess is no. But what if I asked, how many times have you done more than your share? Granted forgiveness. Overlooked others, and we're talking good people. Overlooked others' failures, attitude, or them doing the minimum. You can guess, right? A lot, a ton, more than your share which makes it important to flip it around and look at what others have given you to spend time thinking about what you have received because you've probably never thought about it before. I've been forgiven numerous times from very small incidental things to very serious things and all have helped me become a better version of me. All have helped me get to this place and this time in my life. And the same applies to you. See how much you've benefited from others' generosity for your life in the form of sharing forgiveness with you and allow yourself to be humbled. That's one of the ingredients of an extraordinary life. Number four, your unique perspective and experiences. There are so many special things about you what you see, what you hear, how you share with others, what you've helped others walk through. When I think about Craig as a teacher and his contribution, he's helped elementary kids walk through things like broken bones, their parents' divorce, new medical diagnoses, accepting their physical appearance when they notice they look different or they feel different than the other kids do. And he's helped them build friendships with each other. It's truly extraordinary. In your life, what have you walked through or navigated? Because there are so many things that are extraordinary about what you've done, what you've survived, what you've endured, where you've thrived. It might be in your school, your work, your volunteer activities, 
It might be what you've experienced traveling. It might be working through a change in relationships, especially the big changes. Breaking up, getting divorced, starting to date again. What you've walked through or navigated with your health or starting a family, growing a family. And then navigating the real things that happen in life, like loss and grief and isolation and depression and anxiety. All of that is part of an extraordinary life. What you've walked through with your favorite people, their physical, mental, emotional challenges, they're working towards something great, like working towards something that is beyond what they can see. Maybe it's walking through them trying to clean up their lives and overcome poor decisions or managing new diagnoses or the effects of treatment like chemo or radiation. What have you helped others walk through? Chances are if you're a soldier or the family member of a soldier, you've helped others with deployment, managing a family with the soldier away. Chances are, with all that is going on in our society, you've helped others walk through isolation, especially in this time. Loneliness, depression, fear. You've helped others walk through learning a new skill, or maybe a basic skill, like learning to read. Finding a job, a home, a partner. Moving on to your work. When it comes to your work, what have you contributed to? Or nurtured? Or birthed? What have you made safer, made possible? How many jobs have you created or saved? In the work that you do, what are the moments that take your breath away? The moments when you see the impact of your work or your business, even if you're not directly contributing to it. When you look at the thank you cards, what do they say? How have people been touched or affected? The goal in this section is to look at all the goodness that surrounds you what you've invested in, created, contributed to, experienced, and how that experience has touched you and changed you. So many humans want to believe that an extraordinary life is one where you have every physical comfort available, kind of like lifestyles of the rich and famous. But it's none of that. It's the life that has flowed through us and returned back to us and amplified us. An extraordinary life is the one you are living. And if you don't see it, it's because you aren't using the magical pair of glasses. You see, you can only get those glasses when you set down your brokenness and choose to not pick it back up. When you're healing or seeing yourself as whole. When you're in relationships that are mutual, healthy. And the other ones when you choose to stop carrying them and you decide what's going to come next for them. Those magical glasses, when you own your you, that's when you get a pair of them. Taking full responsibility of yourself no matter what. And it's not easy, my friends. However, it is the precursor to freedom and fulfillment. Magical glasses, the two other things that are necessary for you to get your own pair humbling yourself with how many times you've been forgiven, and celebrating your unique perspective and experiences. There's two more ingredients. Number five, ingredient five to 
living an extraordinary life, sharing your gifts. And episode 117, if you haven't listened, listen to it after this one. It's a new way of thinking about contribution, and it talks all about this. Because purpose and meaning in life come through contribution, not from keeping our gifts to ourselves. And it's all about creating better, right? That's what we do. We create better. We leave things, people, animals better than when we found them. That's who we are. Purpose and meaning are not found in isolation. They're not in a vacuum. They are created intentionally. All right, our last ingredient, number six. It's having a solid foundation within you. The solid foundation of life, it consists of three things. A healthy relationship with yourself, a healthy relationship with others, and a positive mindset about the work you do. Let's take them one at a time. The healthy relationship with yourself, here's what I mean. Speaking to yourself in a way that is kind and respectful. It means moving your body consistently in a way that feels good and caring for your body, respecting your body, honoring your body, no matter what it looks like or what it feels like today. You can do it. You don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to feel a certain way in order to care for your body, respect your body, or honor your body. And finally, it means having habits that optimize your life. Consistent, high-quality sleep, consistent, high-quality food, taking breaks. Are you ready for this one? This one is so out there for high achievers. Setting expectations that are in alignment with what one person can accomplish. What one person can reasonably accomplish and only expecting yourself to do that. And hint, it's way less than you think. The impossible to-do list, throw it away. A healthy relationship with others, it could be with one person or many, it doesn't matter. And here's how you know if the relationship is healthy or not. If it expands you. If it constricts you, contracts you, pushes you to be someone you're not, that's not a healthy relationship. And finally, the third pillar when we're talking about the solid foundation of life, it's the positive mindset about the work you do. Dream work or not, it doesn't matter. The work you're doing is providing something for you. It might be money or health insurance or stability. It might be giving you a title. Seeing this work from a place of contribution, that's what extraordinary living does. And if you can't get there, hire a coach or seek help because it's holding you back. It's keeping you from seeing your life as extraordinary. Here are the six ingredients again. Number one, set down your brokenness and choose to not pick it back up. Number two, owning your you, taking full responsibility for yourself no matter what. Number three, humbling yourself with how many times you've been forgiven. Number four, celebrating your unique perspective and experiences. Number five is sharing your gifts, which means contribution. And number six, the solid foundation of life, 
a healthy relationship with yourself, with others, and a positive mindset about the work you do. I lead an extraordinary life because I can find the good in almost anything. And I function as a cheerleader in my life. And I've had amazing experiences. Some were joyous from the beginning and others felt like a sucker punch day after day for months. But all have strengthened me and have been the precursor for who I am today, which is kind, compassionate, loving, and giving. I've held on to the belief throughout my life that there is more and traveled all over the world on a shoestring budget, lived abroad, married my favorite person, experienced the greatest gift of my life, which is giving birth to our son and loving him for 19 years. We roller skated in the kitchen. We ate gummy bears when he was two while Craig was deployed. We supported other families as the commander's wife and son. I've led an extraordinary life because I've assisted in the care of pregnant patients, delivered babies, helped sick, hospitalized patients get home. I've held hands, given cancer diagnoses, and watched people take their last breath. I've celebrated the highest of highs of life, and I've been awake and present and in companionship with others during the lowest of lows. I've taken care of soldiers that were harmed by others soldiers that have harmed themselves. I've taken care of civilians who were trying to harm soldiers, trying to harm us, and it backfired on them. I've seen the greatest of blessings and horrendous atrocities and continue to deeply believe that this is just the beginning. I lead an extraordinary life because of who I'm surrounded by, people who are extraordinary and most who have no idea. It's not comfort, it's depth and breadth of the human experience. And you have a unique experience and you too lead an extraordinary life. Today is another opportunity to recognize it and celebrate it. And when you see it in yourself, life will never be the same. You will become a greater light for those who are in darkness. And my friends, there are many people in darkness these days. And you can help them see the extraordinary in themselves after you see it in yourself. Celebrate with me, my friends, where we are at, where we are going, and the freedom and fulfillment that we are creating, that we are unlocking, that we are spreading. You don't need more money, more time, or more vacation. Your extraordinary life is right here, right now, simply waiting for you to acknowledge it. I am sending you all so much love. I'm so thankful for your support and I can't wait to see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing so that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.